Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Right Start podcast in 2021, and episode number 10 overall. I'm Lisa Iannucci, and I've had a successful full-time freelance writing career for 30 years. How did I get here? Today, this episode is all about setting goals for your freelance writing business. Of course, you all know that if you're listening to this later than January 1st, it's way too late to start making a goals list, right? Of course it's not. You can make a goals list at any time you want. So let's get started. Hello and Happy New Year. First and foremost, I'm wishing all of you a very happy, healthy, and prosperous New Year. Thank you so much for listening to the Right Start podcast. Speaking of goals, this podcast was a goal of mine last year, and to see that I'm already 10 episodes in and have listeners makes me feel really good. So thank you so much. I've been a goal-oriented person since I was a young adult. I always knew early on that my first two and biggest writing goals were to be a full-time freelance writer and become a screenwriter. I haven't done one of those things. Life got in the way, and I haven't focused on becoming a screenwriter. I kept saying, one day, one day, and this year is finally that one day. And putting it on this podcast now makes me accountable, so you all know, in addition to the other goals that I have for my business. Speaking of my business, I've also worked very hard every year to outline my goals. What does that look like for me? Well, in some years, my goals were to write more entertainment articles. And in some years, my goals were to write books or ghostwrite a book with somebody or just make more money. Writing down your goals, not just thinking about them, and then referring to it so you can stay on track is vital for many types of businesses, and writing is no exception. Remember, your writing career is a business. If you're listening to this podcast because writing is a hobby for you, that's fine. But if you're listening to it because you actually want to make a viable, substantial income from your words, then you need to treat this like a business. Starting a new year can be scary, and it can be exciting all at the same time. Starting a new year is like opening a new notebook with blank pages, which is honestly one of my favorite things to do. What are you going to fill those pages with? When December 31st, 2021 comes around, what will that notebook have in it? So start thinking, what dreams do you have for your business this year? Now, that's a big question, but is it to make more money? How? Write more stuff? What? Break in? Where? Write certain types of articles? Why? Honestly, when you're writing a goals list, asking yourself the first question, which was, what are your goals and what dreams do you have for your business? is absolutely overwhelming. So I decided to break it down into five specific questions you should be asking yourself when writing out your goals. One, what do you want to write about? As much as I've mentioned money because this is a business, forget about money just for a few minutes. Let's Marie Kondo this thing. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. Let's Marie Kondo your writing business. Now what does she always say? Does it bring joy to your life? Ask yourself what kind of writing brings you joy. Makes you excited to sit at the computer or your notebook and write. 
gives you lots of ideas. For me, it's anything that has to do with writing about entertainment or travel. I'm in my happy place when I'm interviewing a celebrity or a director or a screenwriter about a movie or a TV show, writing about film or TV travel, or reviewing a film festival. My ideas flow. The writing is much better, and in, in my opinion anyway, but I'm hard on myself, than if I'm writing on, say, a more technical subject. Maybe for you, your happy place is writing about health or personal interest stories. Maybe it's writing essays. This is important because if your business is all about the writing you have to do to make money and not just the writing you want to do to make money, you'll burn out. I've been there. I know what that feels like after I went through it. I vowed I wouldn't do it again. For my own creativity, my own happiness, I need to include what I want to write about in my list of goals. For example, I didn't start my career to write about real estate. I've written about property management and real estate because it pays the bills. I'm good at it, yes, but I've done it because at the time it paid more than writing about a film did. But I'm going to balance that with writing about film, otherwise I'm in this career for nothing. Now, like me, some of what you want to write about will be high-paying, and you can enjoy what you're doing and get paid good money to do it. For some writers, the topics are lower-paying, so you might need to supplement what you're writing about with what you have to write about in order to keep a roof over your head. For example, let's say you want to review books. Book reviews are notoriously low-paying. If you can read and write a lot of them, you might be able to do, make a living doing that, but for the most part, you'll need to do something else or figure out a way to incorporate book reviews into your other writing. But just because book reviews are lower paying doesn't mean that you need to give up doing the reviews. After all, we need joy in our lives. You just want to balance it with other higher paying work in order to reach your financial goals. In case you're wondering before we go on, how you can turn low-paying book reviews into other paying assignments, think about this. Maybe you can pitch an article on what trends you see in the books that you're reviewing. Are you reviewing YA books? Is there a trend that authors are now focusing not on dystopian storylines, and instead, maybe there's a tremendous amount of books that are set on Mars? Could that be an article you can pitch to a writer's magazine? Now you just went from making money writing reviews to writing a trends article for another publication and you've multiplied your income. So the first question is, what kind of writing do you want to do? The next question is, what can you write about? Now we will talk money later and all of this ties together at the end. But if you're looking at this as a business, you need to write out what types of writing you can do so you know how to maximize your business. For example, I know I'm good at writing books, and that's a great way for me to make money. Can you write books? Can you write technical papers? Can you write ebooks? Can you write white papers, magazine articles, newspaper articles, trade articles, consumer articles? Figure out what kind of writing you're good at, and then decide what you're going to focus on this year. The third question is, what outlets do you want to write for? This is different than deciding what types of writing you want to do. This year, pick a few, I'm not going to tell you how many, that you want to see your byline in. Maybe you've always wanted to write an article for O Magazine now that Oprah's revamping it. 
maybe AARP or AFAR, New York Times, Good Housekeeping. Pick a few that you are going to work on pitching this year. Now, look, I'm not a Dr. Phil fan, but I did watch him a few years ago. And the one thing that he said was always the next 365 years or days of your year are going to go by whether you want them to or not. So what are you going to do with those 365 days? Where were you going to be at the end of this year? Your next question is, what's your end goal for 2021? Are you a full-time freelance writer now who is looking to make more money? Or maybe you just want to change from one genre of writing to another, or you want to add books into the mix? Maybe you're just starting out and hope that by the end of the year, you're full-time. You should have an idea of where you want to go so you know how to get there. Do I need to do the whole explaining about how you would have a map or a GPS if you were driving, or a recipe if you were cooking? Okay, so if you had a crystal ball and you could see where you would be at the end of the year, what's the first thing you'd see? Now we're going to tie all these together again, like I said, so hang on. Now the fifth and final question is how much money do you want to make? If you're just starting out in your full-time freelance writing career and or, or for a full-time freelance writing career and you're doing this only part-time or you're really just starting out, Maybe you just want to make enough money to quit your full-time job or just to make some extra cash. Only you know what that amount is. Maybe you need to replace or contribute to household earnings. Maybe you want to make six figures. It's possible. But knowing that number is really important to keep you focused on the next steps you'll take to get there. All right, how do we tie this all together? First, you could look at each of these goals separately. If one of them is to sell a poem you wrote to a magazine, then you're going to look for publications that accept poetry and your money goals might not matter. Poetry doesn't pay very much, but that's okay, just as long as you know what you're aiming for. Now let's say you figured out that writing health articles and personal essays about your life brings you joy. You want to see your byline in O Magazine. You know you can write articles, but you also know that you can write white papers. Your goal is to quit your job by the end of the year and go full-time. To do that, you need to make at least $45,000. That's just an example. That's not, I'm not telling you you have to make $45,000. It's just part of the example. Now, that's awesome. In order to achieve these goals, you now see, written out in front of you, that you need to focus your ideas into health topics and personal essays, which can also overlap if you're interested in writing about your own health experiences. You can offer your services to write white papers in the medical industry. You also know that you need to learn about O Magazine and learn what the publication is and what they are accepting. This will relate to pitching the magazine, but we'll discuss that on another, t- on another episode. You know you need to pitch a lot of articles in order to earn $45,000, but at that same time, you can find a way to write white papers that might bring in more money that you will get you to closer to your goal of quitting your job. You know that if you want to quit your job, you need to work at your writing career when you're not writing or working at your day job, and that writing one article for O Magazine isn't going to cut it financially. But again, it's about accomplishing one goal. Accomplishing that one goal is huge, and it will continue to help your confidence as you, as you move toward your other goals. Now, will you achieve all of these goals? 
Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you'll make your $45,000 so you can quit your day job, but maybe you did it by writing about business and not personal essays. But hey, you did it, and you got to part of what you wanted. That's an accomplishment in itself. Maybe you pitched Oprah's publication and you got an assignment that brought in $1,000. That one article won't meet your financial goals, but it opened a door for that publication, and maybe it brought in regular work. Nice. Sometimes life gets in the way and you don't achieve something or the market changes or that big thing that happened in 2020 or some other traumatic event gets in the way. Keep going. I'm going to share with you some of my goals for 2021. Over the last few years, I've written less entertainment writing to write more trade, especially on real estate and property management articles, purely out of necessity. Trade work for me paid more and it brought in regular work again for me. I was coming out of my cancer treatments, I had lost income, so I needed to make it up, and that provided me the opportunity to do that. Writing for the trades was a better fit for me. I continued entertainment writing, and to be honest, I even wrote some articles for free for some websites just to keep my name out there. But I scaled back a lot. This year, I'm ramping it up again, and I want to do more. I actually don't have a dream publication, so I skipped that one for myself this year. And that's okay because you're going to tweak these questions every year for you and your goals. But for me, it doesn't really matter much. There have been, over the years, publications that I've wanted to write for and I've written for. And then I just sometimes just it's more important to me to sell the article than it is to sell it to a particular publication. I'm open to finding the ideas and then pitching them to whatever publications I think I can sell to. My desire for me by the end of the year is to either have one or more screenplays finally written to try to sell, and hopefully I'll work on selling them before the end of the year. I have another travel idea that I'd like to pitch, and I want to improve my income by at least 50% over what I made last year, if not more. Everything I do from this point on should be to make those dreams come true. I need to find time for the screenplay, write higher paying publications on topics I care about, and those I think that are just good ideas so that I can make more money. By the way, maybe you're wondering at this point, Lisa, at this point in your career, why are you writing about topics you don't care about if you're successful? All right, you don't have to, but for me, this is a business. And sometimes opportunities just come onto my desk and I'll write about articles because an editor wants me to and I can make money doing it. As long as I'm not completely in drudgery, I'll do certain articles uh, because, like I said, maybe an editor wants me to. At the time, I also saw the market changing a bit and I recognized that there was more work coming in on my real estate side than on other topics. Plus, I'm a single mother and it paid me more and it gave me the ability to be home with my children. So those were bigger goals for me. So when I fit in the other work that gives me joy and makes me happy, I fit it in. But during the time that I actually pulled back and, and worked on other things that maybe weren't my favorite topics to write about, my number one goal for those periods of my life was my income. Through the years, my goals and my priorities have changed. My kids aren't home anymore, and I can change how I'm doing things. This year, I'm in the position to focus on different goals, and screenwriting sits on top. For the record, I also have other goals this year for creating passive income, goals on my other blogging projects and podcasts, including this one, and more.
Now, some writers are going to tell you that this goal-setting stuff, they do it another way, and that's okay. This is what works for me. I've had a writing career for a long time, but it doesn't matter about my success. My success isn't your success. My way isn't your way. Find what works for you, and this is just a start, but make sure you stick to it. I hope I've helped to get you at least started on a positive new year and a successful writing career. If you want to share your goals with me, feel free to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at The Right Start Podcast, so feel free to DM me there. Thank you so much for listening to The Right Start Podcast. I'm Lisa Iannucci. Happy New Year. I'll see you next time.